watch the breakdown. And here we go. Davis goes left. Davis gets a block. Chris Davis. Touchdown. Auburn. An answered prayer. Cut. Michigan. Touchdown. I can't believe this. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown. Alabama wins. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, of the Campus to Campus podcast. I am your host, Kevin Brown. You can find me on Twitter, at KHookem. I'm going to bring in my co-host real quick, Jesse. What's going on, man? How's it going, everybody? Follow me on Twitter, at UncleJesse with three underscores, and uh, Coach Duggs is dead. <laughs> the the madness for this this Coach Doug stuff is uh, it, it's beyond me. But, you know, in today's day and age, and there's no sports on at all, I guess people take what they can get. Hey, it- uh, it's been entertaining to watch. He's thrown five interceptions tonight. It's his worst game ever. <laughs> Bad time to have when 120,000 people are watching. Yeah, and the national championship versus Virginia Tech, of all people. Well, we all know how unrealistic that is. Virginia Tech and Tennessee on national championship, not a chance. <laughs> all right, so folks, tonight we got the Big Ten coming at you. We're going to go over the over and under on the win totals for, uh, for this upcoming season. And just like last week, no really new news on – what's going on with the season, when it's going to start, that kind of stuff. So, like I said last week, we're going to prepare as if it was going to start on time. So, without wasting any other time, we're going to jump right in. And first up, we got the Illinois Fighting Illini. So, uh, their over and under is set at 5. Over over 5 is minus 110. Under 5 is minus 110. Which just goes to show you, nobody gives a rat's ass whether or not Illinois goes over or under. Illinois, excuse me, goes over or under. Five because it's the same odds. So, to start out, they've got ooh, who is that? That is a Illinois State. A, Illinois State. That's all I was going to say, but I didn't want to. Uh, I don't want to sound real dumb if I was wrong. <laughs> so they got Illinois State, uh, UConn, Bowling Green, Rutgers, Nebraska, Purdue, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio State, and Northwestern. And uh, right off the top of my head, just shooting straight from the hip, I see one, two. Three wins, maybe four on there. What about you, Jesse? Um, I I can see four, potentially five. Um, hey, look to me, their first four games are all winnable. Illinois State will be easy. UConn's barely a football team. Bowling Green is the one that gives me fits early, but then Rutgers is another easy don't, win. So don't don't spit on Rutgers. They've got Greg Schiano back. They're gonna hey. they're gonna be back to the Big East prominence where they were. Well, Big East is no more. So that's fair. All right. So so if I had to pick one, I'm going with uh, I'm going with the the uh, the over just in just in the the case that they pull an upset off during somewhere. Somewhere past Rutgers, somewhere between Nebraska, Purdue, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Indiana, Ohio State, and Northwestern. I I feel the same way, kind of as you do, Jesse. If they get one upset in there, then they're going to be at the at, at that five range. So I've got more chances to go over five than uh, than under, especially after 
after those first three or four easy wins, it's looking pretty rough after there, but that's a lot of opportunities to win one game. So I take the over. Yeah, I'm going over as well. The only thing that is making me uncomfortable with it is Lovey Smith shaved his beard for some reason. And it's 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 a terrible omen. I wouldn't be surprised if they lose every game after that. Well, but you no. never shave your beard till the season's over with. No, yeah. So take the over. It, it's just simple to happen because it's an easy win against Northwestern, Indiana maybe, and then like we said, the first four games are sure to be wins. Should be, should yeah. be unless it's a total shit show. Yeah. All right. Next up, we got the Indiana Hoosiers up. They're over and under set at seven and a half. Uh, over seven and a half is minus one fifty five. Under seven and a half is plus one thirty five. And looking over at their schedule, they they open up with Wisconsin, then they go to Western Kentucky, Ball State, UConn, Maryland, Rutgers, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, Illinois, Michigan, and Purdue. And that's that's a pretty rough schedule right there. Yeah, it's a rough they've got, they've got October. A, yeah, they've got to face all four of the big dogs in the uh, in the uh, in the Big Ten considered big dogs. You know, you got Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan State uh, all toward the end of the season. So seven and a half. That's that's going to be tough. And Wisconsin, and Wisconsin. So I mean, they got to face the five best teams in the Big Ten. So, what's your thoughts on there, Jesse? I think the under seven and a half is is a pretty is a pretty easy uh, bet for me. Oh, yeah, definitely take the under. Um, what I really don't like is who opens the season with a conference game and then yeah, no to <laughs> three non-conference games. I don't get that. So that just makes me very uncomfortable with Indiana. And, yeah, the under 7.5 easily. I mean, I can see them realistically winning what should be quote-unquote easy wins is Western Kentucky, Ball State, UConn. Uh, Maryland. Uh, yeah, Maryland and Purdue. So there's six. Illinois. Seven would be, Il- Il- seven would be Illinois. But, you know, if, if they, they slip up one time, there's no way they're getting to seven with having to play Wisconsin, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State, and Michigan. So, yeah, give me the under all day on that one. I think they would they could beat Michigan State easily. or Not easily, but be, it, out of the top dogs, they're the easiest to take down. Um, Maryland would give me some issues because they now have uh, Tualia, or however you say, Tua's younger brother's name, under center for them. You think he'll be eligible this year? I, I, was, I meant to ask you that the other day on the, on the, on the Slack channel. I think he'll, they'll give it to him. He's a big name going to a big conference from a big conference. I'd... That's been that's pretty much been par for the course as of as of yeah. the past couple of years for any quarterback or any, any skill position player really that's coming out. So yeah. <clears throat> All right. Next up we have the Iowa Hawkeyes. Over uh, their over under set, set at seven. The over seven is a minus one forty. The under seven is a plus one twenty. Looking at their schedule, they got the University of Northern Iowa. They've got Iowa State, Minnesota, Northern Illinois, uh, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State. Northwestern, Illinois, Nebraska, Purdue, and Wisconsin. So they've got a pretty rough stretch right there in the middle of the season with Michigan State, Ohio State, and Penn State. And they, of course, finish up with Wisconsin. Um, Two of those four games are on the road. Ohio State and Penn State are on the road. So looking at this with the seven, Iowa always knocks off somebody that they shouldn't. seems like every year – 
that there's somebody that should that, that they're going to be a 14 point underdog to it. They're going to slap right in the teeth uh, and just ruin somebody's season. So if I'm betting on this one, I'm definitely taking it over because I can see University of Northern Illinois, Iowa State, Northern Illinois, one of the uh, those four teams. So we'll just say we'll say Michigan State there, then Northwestern. Illinois and Purdue and that puts me at seven there and then they've got to find one win between uh, who did I say Minnesota Nebraska uh, Nebraska and Purdue so I think I think I think over seven I think at the very least they'll push yes I, I agree it'd be a push the only thing keeping me up is uh I think they just suspended their strength coach a couple days ago because uh, the boys are all Midwestern fed corn husking kind of kids. They're, they'll be all right. No, uh, I agree. But this is also the highest paying strength coach in the country. So he's apparently okay. one of the best out there. But well, yeah, track my statement. Maybe they won't be all right. Uh, I would take the under just because, like I said, Iowa is always the team that knocks somebody off, and it's always their night game in mid October mm-hmm. or early November. Yeah, which <laughs> that late season night game. Yeah. Which honestly, looking at the schedule, it looks like it'll be Wisconsin because they're, even though they don't really play night games on November twenty eighth, that they it's either that or Michigan State. I can see them beating Michigan State easy. Oh yeah. So so, so it's one of those things to where they they're going to beat Ohio State, Penn State, or Wisconsin, one of those three, to to mess somebody's season up. Yeah. So Next yeah. up, we've got the Maryland Turpins. Let me find them on my list here. So Maryland, their over and under is set at three and a half. Not real good, Bob. Not 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 strong. So the they're, the over my over three and a half is minus one fifty. Under three and a half is a plus one thirty. They open a season up with Townsend. Then they play NIU Towson. at West Towson. 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 Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to leave that responsibility up to you to correct me whenever I butcher something. So Towson, uh, Towson, uh, home, <laughs> home at Northern Illinois, uh, at West Virginia, home against Minnesota, at Indiana, at Northwestern, home against Wisconsin and Rutgers, at Michigan, home against Ohio State, and at Penn State, and home against Michigan State. So they've got a couple tough away games with Michigan and Penn State. Some of the other tough games that they have, which, I mean, it's Maryland, so when they're playing Wisconsin and Ohio State at home, I don't think anybody's really worried about how close Maryland's going to be able to keep it on the road, or excuse me, at home. So I can see one, two, three, four. I can see four wins in there. I, I, I would take the over there. Yeah, I agree. It's I see four wins, and that's Towson, Northern Illinois, Northwestern, and Rutgers potentially – Indiana or West Virginia, depending how that experiment goes. But they uh, are really out of luck that they have Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio State, and Penn State in a five-week span to end the season. Yeah, so their their last six games to finish the season up runs. They they play Rutgers, but it starts out with Wisconsin, Rutgers, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan State. That is just a real kicking the kicking the balls for uh, from the schedule makers. Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty tough. Yeah, that, that after the Wisconsin, well, after the Michigan game, depending if they beat Rutgers or not, that they'll probably just throw the season. Just yeah, that'll be that'll be the end of their season. Rutgers will be their ball game. Yeah. So <laughs> get 
get all the young freshmen in, get experience, and then call it for the year. All right, next up we have Michigan State Spartans. They're over and under set at four and a half, which is pretty damn low considering where Michigan State was just a few years ago. New uh, coach, though. Yeah, so they got their over and unders at four and a half. The over four and a half is minus 110. The under four and a half is, is minus 110. So, so just about even odds there. Uh, they open up the season uh, with Northwestern, then at BYU against Toledo, Miami, at Iowa, Michigan and Ohio State, at Indiana, Minnesota, at Penn State, Rutgers, and at Maryland. So with that being four and a half there, so I mean you can you can almost count the Rutgers as as an auto win. Yeah. Uh, you've got Toledo, which they should be able to handle their business just fine. But Michigan State's really good at sucking it up against bad teams. Oh yeah, they they'll play they'll play their best games against good teams and then just shit the bed against nobodies. Yeah. Against the BYUs and the Toledos and then the, uh, the Indianas, those kind of teams. So. For me, if if I'm betting, with, I'm not going to bet on this one. It doesn't pay out any any positive money either way. But if I had to take one, it would be the over because I think they will be able to get the the BYU, Toledo, Rutgers, and Maryland with a possible win against like Indiana or Northwestern, something like that. But I, I'm fairly sh- certain that they'll get slapped around pretty good unless unless they figure out some way to move the ball on offense, which that's been the knock on Michigan State for what the past six years. Yeah, ever just, since. Totally inept on, on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, and I'm not betting it either. The smart person in me would say to take the over just because you life's too short to bet the under. That's but right, also, <laughs> I, I physically can't root for Michigan State because it makes me sick, so I would personally take the under. And it actually... The schedule makers didn't do them any help either because they have a three-week stretch of Iowa, Michigan, Ohio State. Right smack dab of their season. That's pretty tough. Yeah. I mean, if things are as physical as they usually are, you might see a couple key players just get knocked out those three games. And like Maryland, they'll just call the season. Yep, so next up we have the Minnesota Golden Gophers. The over and under set at nine. Over is over nine is plus one thirty, under nine is minus one fifty. So the under is favored there. So looking at their schedule, they open up with FAU, Tennessee Tech, and Iowa BYU all home games. So they open up with four home games. Then they're at Maryland, at Wisconsin. They're home against Michigan, at Illinois, at Michigan State, home against Purdue and Northwestern and away or at Nebraska so that's that's another one of those tougher schedules because they got they have to run off you know three out of four weeks against the three of the other real uh, competitors in the Big Ten with Wisconsin Michigan and Michigan State but you would think that things seem to be really heading in the right direction for Minnesota so to list them off for me they they got wins against FAU Tennessee Tech I think they'll be able to take care of Iowa BYU Maryland Illinois Purdue, Northwestern, and Nebraska, and that puts me at nine. So they have to win one of the three games against Michigan State, Michigan, and Wisconsin, and I think they'll be able to win at least two of those. So give me the over. Yeah, I'll especially take at plus, especially at plus one thirty. Yeah, I'll take the over as well. I'm like you said, Florida Atlantic, Tennessee Tech, BYU, Maryland, Illinois, Purdue, Northwestern, and Nebraska. I think they would beat Michigan State easier than they would Iowa. I think 
this even though it's early in the year, this might be the fabled Iowa game that just destroys that somehow they win. So just fuck somebody's season all up. Yeah, but even then that puts them at nine. Yeah. So even even then you're still at the push. Yeah. So free money, take it. All right. So here now we're we got Nebraska up and the hot train is 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 officially dead. They come in as dark horse. Uh, playoff candidates last year and they just totally just shit the bed all season long so this year they got their their healthy quarterback uh you know hopefully can live up to the potential that he showed his freshman year but right now he they're won't. over under set at six and a half i agree they're over <laughs> under set at six and a half the over is minus 125 the under is plus 105 they open up the season with four home games as well with Purdue, Central Michigan, San, Di- uh, San Diego, <laughs> South Dakota State, Cincinnati, then at Northwestern, home against Illinois, at Rutgers, Ohio State, home against Penn State, at Iowa and Wisconsin, and then home against Minnesota. So they got a pretty rough toward the end of the season schedule as well, but they open up pretty soft. So for six and a half, uh, I can see pretty easy and clear wins from Central Michigan, South Dakota State, even though they're they kinda are the giant killers when they when they come up and play the Division One teams. Uh, Cincinnati, Northwestern, Illinois, Rutgers, and that's really about it that I can see kind of a, a clear path to that and that's just six. So for me, if I'm betting on this and I'm definitely taking the under at especially because it's the plus money, uh, because I can see Nebraska just falling apart against teams like Central Michigan, against teams like South Dakota State. And if they were to drop one of those first four or five games, because uh, their season starts off relatively easy for the first six weeks, all things considered. It's the back half, the last six weeks, whenever they're running off against, you know, Ohio State, Penn State, Wisconsin, Minnesota, Iowa. That's a pretty brutal run right there. I mean, that's the last five weeks of their season. Uh, yeah, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, Penn State, Ohio State. So, I'd give me the under on that one. I'll take the under and the plus money. Yeah, I'm taking the under as well. Um, looking at this, in my honest opinion, best case scenario for them is at, is two and two in those first four weeks. I yeah, I don't think there's any way they make it to six that they lose any one of those four no, first four games. The only two I could honestly see them winning would be Central Michigan and South Dakota State, and even then they're towards the top of their class in their respective divisions and conferences. Cincinnati. Yeah, I, mean, I, can, I can tell you, I can tell you right now, there's not a bunch of teams that are super fired up about playing uh, South Dakota State in, in the beginning of the season because they, at one point in time, they were smoking somebody every single year. Oh yeah, I mean, you got and you got Cincinnati, who's top of the group of five every year. Yeah. Potential wins: Northwestern, Illinois, Rutgers. So I'm seeing three wins, five max. So yeah, take the under. Them Nebraska fans can be real butthurt about about that coming in coming out of next season because they got high hopes for that young man playing quarterback and for Scott Frost. Now here's a good question: Is he on the hot they seat? Enough, yes, they have another <laughs> mediocre season this year, and they they win four, they win five games. Say they win six games. Say they go six and six regular season. How hot is is Scott Frost's seat? It depends if they beat one of the big teams. If they beat uh, okay. Ohio State, Penn State. Iowa, Wisconsin. If they win one of the last five, five games, games, I think he'll keep his job. If it's you like that, yeah. But if, if they finish the season zero and five, you think he's gone, or you just think it's getting 
getting he's getting a little sweaty. I think it depends if they have a they have a guy behind Adrian Martinez they believe in or a young if they can find a young offensive coordinator to step up. That's not, that is definitely not a position that that I would want to be in for sure because that's looking uh it's looking grim for them because they, they 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 really aren't producing like Frost now that 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 begs the that's the question. Was Frost's success at uh, UCF more related to his offensive coordinator or more related to Scott Frost? I think the question is, is the Power 5 schools too big for him? It may be. Some, some guys are, just aren't going to be able to do it. Yeah. Uh, head coach at Central Michigan right now. Oh, gosh. Uh, McElwain. Jim McElwain. Yeah. He seems to be one of those guys. You know, he dominated out at Colorado State. And he had great offenses every year. He was he was doing really well inside the group of five. And then, you know, you go down to Florida and get your teeth kicked in for a few years, even though even though we went to a couple SC championships, that was when that, that side of the conference was absolute trash. Yeah. Uh, he could have, he could have, you know, woke up out of bed and rolled out of bed in his, out of his pajamas and fell into the SC championship during his run there. Yeah, and then, and then he heads up to Central Michigan, and he takes what a two-win team to a ten-win season in the first year. Yeah, that's so he he may just be one of those guys. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Shoot, you no, get a no. New Year's Six Bowl every year. I'm not. I wouldn't be upset with a group of five head coaches paycheck. Not <laughs> at all. <laughs> All right, so next up we have Northwestern. The Northwestern Wildcats at five and a half. The over is minus 105, and the under is minus 115. So they open up the season at Michigan State. Then they play Tulane, Central Michigan, at Penn State, Nebraska, Maryland, at Iowa, at Purdue, Wisconsin. Uh, Must be at a neutral field. Yeah, Uh, that's the Wrigley Field game. Oh, Wrigley Field game, okay. Okay. is this Morgan State, Morgantown State? Who in the hell is this? Yeah, Morgan State is a Morgan State. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's in it's a school in Baltimore. It's the only reason you know it because in your backyard. Right. Yeah, pretty much. It's yeah, it's <laughs> it's like I think it's a division either division two or division three. It's something small like that. Probably one A. Then next up, they're at Minnesota, and then home to finish the season out against Illinois. Uh, they're over and under being set at five and a half. They've been probably if not as bad worse on offense as Michigan State has been over the past several years uh, Northwestern is usually a pretty good defensive team uh, they're usually a pretty good a pretty well coached team but I see you know one <laughs> two three maybe four wins on here that's what I was, I'm yeah you got Tulane and Central Michigan that look like they could they should they should be pretty easy W's, but there's no such thing as an easy W for Northwestern, right? No, not on. You got then you got Purdue and Maryland, maybe Illinois, so maybe five at the most. So give me the under big time. Yeah, I mean, for sure wins. I it's Morgan State and Nebraska, maybe Maryland, maybe it's it, hammer the under with Northwestern. Yeah, I, I wouldn't feel confident at all betting on the over there. <clears throat> Alright, so next up we got the Purdue Boilermakers. Their over and under is set at 5. Uh, over is minus 105 and okay, the under is uh, minus 115. Just like the odds for Northwestern. I almost thought I had a typo there for a second. <laughs> so they uh, they open up this season with let me get them pulled up here. They open up this season at Nebraska, then home against Memphis and Air Force at Boston College. 
home against Rutgers, uh, at Illinois, at Michigan, home against Northwestern, at Minnesota, home against Wisconsin and Iowa, and then at Indiana to finish out the season. So that's a pretty that's a pretty doom and gloomy schedule for them too. You know, it's just you don't have a lot of a lot of faith in Purdue to be able to pull off a lot of upsets. So for me, I'm 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 betting on the I'm I'm going to bet the over in hopes that they pull an upset along the way. Because, you know, Memphis is running in with a new coaching staff. You don't really know what they're going to put out. So you got Nebraska. you got to hope that you can knock off an Air Force in Boston College and Rutgers. But outside of that, you don't see anything that just jumps off the page that you know for sure Purdue's going to be able to, to get over. So I'm looking for two wins between the Indianas, Northwesterns, the Illinois, those kind of teams. So give me the over on them. Yeah, I'm, I would lean the over just for the push like you. Um, Air Force. Yeah, but it's, I'm praying for a push. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you. Air, it's always hard to play the Surface Academy middle of the season, so Air Force is going to give them fits. I mean, best case scenario, you get six wins out of this if they pull some major upset. So yeah, pray for the push. All right. Next up, we have the mighty Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Old Yeah, they're over and under set at two and a half, with the over being the favorite at one plus one thirty five and the under at minus one fifty five. Now, they open up against Mon uh, Mon- Monmouth. I'm yes. assuming that's what it is. Yeah. My little my cursor won't highlight them because I got a split <laughs> screen going on. Then Syracuse, Temple, Ohio State, Illinois, P- Purdue, Indiana, Nebraska, Maryland, Michigan, Michigan State, and Penn State. I don't. I don't care who they play. They're gonna. I think they'll win one game this year. Just one. And I think. It, I think it'll be the opening game. So I'm taking the under. Uh, I do not feel confident about them being able to beat anybody outside of a Division two school, and I'm not super confident in them beating them. I mean, and I don't even know who. I don't even know what that school is all about. Well, I, hate, my, I hate to admit it, but I don't follow a lot of Division two and Division three schools. But I would imagine that. They're gonna, they're gonna, that that they'll be able to beat them. So I, th- I can see one solid win on here, and that's it. Well, Monmouth is a basketball school, so it's really, and they'll probably just destroy Rutgers as well in football. So who knows? Man, if Rutgers goes winless with a loss to a Division two school, that would be a hell of a bad year for for Oceano. But. <laughs> Honestly, if, if all goes right with Shiano, I could see them winning their first three games and then just losing everything else. Now, yeah, I, I hope they do because the more teams that can be competitive in a conference, the better football we get all year long. But uh, Rutgers in a bad spot. <laughs> I <laughs> would. In a bad spot. I don't have a lot of faith in them. I don't either. But since the money is so good and it's such a small margin to get to I would put a couple dollars on the over oh alright just for just, you bet that over I want to I want to picture the ticket just for proof because I don't believe you alright <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll try to get it but it's it just seems something it, it's so stupid to not bet on yeah that's it just makes me feel gross just even thinking about betting in favor of Rutgers doing doing well <laughs> yeah 
You next never up, know. we have we're finally getting to the meat of the conference. We're getting to the, to some of the better teams. So next up, we got the Penn State Nittany Lions, who is the uh, second favorite to win the conference this year, tied with uh, uh, Wisconsin for a second, mind you. They their their over and under is set at nine and a half, with under at minus two hundred and over at plus one seventy five. They open up the season with Kent State at Virginia Tech. San Jose, North, San Jose State, Northwestern at Michigan, Iowa, Ohio State at Indiana, at Nebraska, Michigan State, Maryland, and at Rutgers to finish the season out. For them, I'm not worried about anything in the non-conference, and I'm I, I you, you gotta if they can beat Michigan and Ohio State, then they're running the table for sure. So I see two teams. That uh, that are, they're going to give them fits, right? So of course it's going to be the Michigan and the Ohio States of the conference, possibly the Iowa. So they got a, that middle part, the uh, the September month, uh, excuse me, October. Uh, Michigan, Iowa, Iowa or Ohio State in a in a three week stretch, back to back to back. If they can win two out of those three games, I can see them going over pretty easily, and then possibly representing the Big Big Ten champion representing their 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 uh, division in the Big Ten Championship. What's your thoughts, Jesse? I mean, yeah, I mean, the only two that would give me that I can see them losing would be Michigan and Ohio State. Michigan only because they've been going back and forth the past, like, four years, whoever's a home team wins. And it's, if they – I mean, if they lose both of them but win everything else, they're still a 10-win team. So it's – I'm – taking the over I'll buy into James Franklin one more year I'm, I'm with you I, I think the over two I think the only team that they'll lose to will be Ohio State and uh, that'll be you know another dog fight yeah it'll, that'll be your Saturday night game on ESPN yeah. and all that yeah that, that'll be that'll be the good stuff next that, up we got the Wisconsin Badgers at over and under nine and a half the over at plus 175, the under at minus 210. So the over, or excuse me, the under is a big-time favorite to hit there. So let's take a look at their schedule real quick, and let's see why Vegas thinks that they will not get it to get to 10 wins. Uh, I'm not going to try, so you can tell me what the second team is. But we got Indiana. Who's, who's no, number two? Southern Illinois. Damn it. <laughs> no, it wouldn't have. Don't you lie. It would have. I swear to God, it would have. But if it, but if I guess and it's wrong, then I'm then I'm a total asshole. <laughs> if I just don't guess at all and then say that I, that would have been my guess, then I'm just a little bit of an asshole for not knowing. So Indiana, Southern Illinois, Appalachian State, at Michigan, Notre Dame on a neutral site, Lambeau uh, Field. Lambeau Field. All right, cool. That'd be a cool game to go watch, man. It would. Prime time too. Yeah, I mean you might I mean you need to look into doing that. I mean, and, and having a show up there in 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 Wisconsin. All right, next up we got uh, Minnesota at home at Maryland, home to Illinois and Northwestern, another neutral site field, and then we have at Purdue, home against Nebraska at Iowa. Okay, so that's it's not that's not the rosiest of schedules in the world. I mean, you got tough games against Iowa, Minnesota, Notre Dame, and Michigan. So that's four tough ones to start the start the season out. So that's that's why it's under. So that puts them at eight wins if they don't beat any of those four. So if yeah. they can beat, so if they go five hundred of those four, Michigan, Notre Dame, Minnesota, Iowa, 
And I think Wisconsin can do that. I think they'll be able to reload in the running game and, and produce on the ground just like they have been for the past 20 years, seems like. I think they'll have uh, the freshman quarterback be, will be stepping in this year and taking over. So, so I, yeah, uh, Graham Mertz, I think, is, is, is what his first name is. He didn't get the chance last year, but uh, but I got I got faith in Wisconsin. I think they'll be able to uh, to hang in there. So give me the, give me the over at the plus money. I mean, it it really all depends on who, how good is the running back stepping in, because yeah. of how good their their lineage that's been, and honestly how their offensive line bounces back because they lost a couple big guys up there. Um, yeah, they, they've been losing big guys in the NFL for years now, though, and they oh, yeah. on turning that kind of stuff. Definitely, that's kind of they they have a they have a just a persona about the guys they recruit there that they just continue to pump out, you know, NFL talent at the offensive line position year after year. Definitely, and then honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if App State pulls another upset because of how good they were last year, and their head coach wants yeah. to stay there. He's, and you of all people do know that App State is uh, is prone to to upsets over uh, big time programs, especially in the Midwest. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> I mean, um, I could I would see the Notre Dame game as a win, just because it it's neutral site, but it's home field for but them because it's, cause it's Green Bay. Um, Minnesota would be their next big test. But other than that, it should be easy wins for the rest of that. So, I'll. I'll I'll lean so towards the over. You're thinking, you're thinking about the over with the plus money, ain't you? Yeah, it, it, it's the plus money that's tempting me. I'll take the over. Hope that they can create a, another good running back. <clears throat> that's right. All right, next up we got your 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 beloved Michigan Wolverines. Over and under set at 9. The over at minus 115. And then the under at minus 105 right now. So they open up at Washington. Home for the next four weeks with Ball State. Arkansas State, Wisconsin, and Penn State, at Michigan State and Minnesota, home against Purdue and Maryland, at Rutgers, uh, at Rutgers, home against Indiana, and at Ohio State. So Jesse, take it away, man. I'll let you have your spotlight here for your boys. Um, first of all, don't even touch any Michigan game or any bet because I am fairly certain <laughs> they are not going to play football this year. Uh, Michigan's president came out last week and said if no students are allowed on campus, they're not playing any sports. So, yeah, it's I actually just I was just uh, before we hopped on saw something that the the concern is growing. Let's see, several universities that have joined in growing in a growing list of schools reporting coronavirus cases within their athletic programs, and if that doesn't go away like freaking immediately, I'm starting to feel pretty pretty uh doom and gloomy about the season but i'm trying to stay out i'm trying to will it into existence but yeah but if they are going to play if they are going to play and they're going to play their whole slate of games if they play i'm taking the over just for the comfort of a push i mean washington like i said they might not play because the pac-12 might not just not play at all so that might be a random Division One A school, FCS school. So yeah. either way, that's a win to me. Ball State's a win. Arkansas State's a win. Michigan State's a win. I'll give Minnesota a against win against Minnesota, Purdue, Maryland, Rutgers, Indiana. The only games that are could I I could see happening as a loss is Wisconsin, Penn State, and Ohio State. 
And even then, if they lose all three, you're still pushing at nine. And you're it's, so you just can't let them have an upset, and you'll push. I mean, yeah, yeah, just don't let them upset, and you'll push. And even then, I could see them beating Wisconsin and or Penn State. So it's basically. I, was, I thought she was about to slip up and say Ohio State there, and we're gonna have uh, to we're gonna have to argue argue a little bit there. Hey, it, <laughs> time has to come. Eventually, it'll get there. You're right. Eventually, all streaks come to an end. Eventually. You, you should know that if it does happen this year, I'm going to be unbearable in the Slack channel oh, yeah, and on Twitter. Like, absolutely, 100%. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to mute you so I can see uh, something else on Twitter besides your posts. But old Sam, Murphy's I'll, I'll gonna, you. old Sam Murphy's gonna delete me from the Slack after that. He will. He'll just remove you totally. And then, well, <laughs> before you go, I just want to say... I hate all the Michigan beat writers that are trying to suggest a home-and-home with LSU in a couple years. There's no need to do that. I don't want to be embarrassed on a national stage anymore. Let's just continue continue with the Ball State and Arkansas State. Throw a Hawaii in there once every couple years, but that's it. Let's get some wins. Let's get some wins. I don't need to face powerhouses when I have Ohio State at the end of the year every year. I'm done with that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll stay embarrassed enough. You don't need LSU to come up to town and do it. Oh, All yeah. right, moving on. Speaking of, so Ohio State. Oh, you don't want to have on, your bet? The, oh, me, me. Yeah. Oh yeah, I will take. The, I'll take the under. I think. Yeah. I think the Minnesota will uh, will will pull off a, a win. That'll be one of their signature wins of the season, which will put them at eight. That's where I feel like they'll be. So it'll be under for me. All right. You're hoping for the push, and I'm just I'm just hoping they don't get that. So. Next up, we got Ohio State Buckeyes. They're over and under set at 11. Over 11 is minus 135, and under 11 is a plus 115. Uh, looking at their schedule, they open up at Bowling Green at Oregon. Buffalo, Rutgers, Iowa at home. And then they go on the road to Michigan State and Penn State. Then at home in Nebraska, Indiana, away, Maryland, and Illinois. And then back at home versus Michigan. Uh, I don't have the highest hopes for Oregon. I think it's going to be a really fun game to watch, so I'm looking forward to watching that game. But I don't see a real bump in the road until they get to Iowa. Uh, I think they will beat Iowa because it, it also is at home. Uh, on the road at Penn State is a question mark. And then, of course, you're home against Michigan this year. And until Michigan finally puts off puts up a W, then I'm just going to chalk that up as a W with it. So give me the over and a representing the Big Ten in the playoff again this year. Now, I'm taking the over every year until I see them actually shit the bed. But uh, I'm kind of – the only reason I'm iffy about it is there were talks that since if Oregon can't play this year, that they're going to have Alabama in there because they play USC that that week. Yeah, I have seen that. That would be a nice nice feeling for both of them. But – and that, that's cool, man. If, if they if it would be an Ohio State and Alabama week two matchup, that would be freaking awesome. It would, but I'll, I could I could see Alabama winning that game because sure. this is their revenge tour year, and after that, they just need a random Saturday night loss, and then you're done for the year. And you lost coach, the bet, but- yeah. But as, as much as Ohio State does this to themselves, they didn't have that random Saturday night loss this past year. Uh, now now we'll start seeing how good of a coach Ryan Day actually is, if he can maintain this high-level play and not drop off to the 
to the you know the nine ten win seasons instead of the eleven twelve win seasons. So yeah, and we'll see how that goes. It's it's the do they have any more uh, great defensive ends coming up? That's that's what they've yeah, had the past which, four which, years. What's the next one's going to reload in there for the next yeah. you know, top and, three, top four overall pick? And I mean they lost uh, J.K. Dobbins, so hopefully Master Teague could step up for them. Or I forget his name, but he's a freshman coming in who's supposed to be even better. But right, and Trey Sermon, Trey Sermon yeah. transferred in there as well. Yeah, so it's it's hard to think because they're going to go undefeated most likely, but. It, Again, it's Ohio. It's Ohio State. It's a Big Ten school who always loses on a random Saturday when you don't want them to lose. So mm-hmm. take the over. When you when you bet the when you bet the whole house on them beating somebody, and then they just just destroy your whole weekend. Yeah, that's me with Michigan every Saturday. <laughs> All right. Well, if we wanted to go to the Week Two game for Ohio, or excuse me, Ohio State and Alabama, if they happen to play, where do we get our tickets at, Jesse? You would get them at the wonderful website and app called SeatGeek. It's a beautiful, beautiful app. I mean, they take everything from secondary markets. So you're, uh, I don't want to say them, but your T-Master and your other hub, um, which charge an arm and a leg just in processing <laughs> fees. Uh we're, you don't want to stand out there and deal with scalpers who are probably undercover cops, and you're probably going to get arrested and or get kicked out. And but because instead of Alabama Ohio State, you're buying Alabama State versus Ohio. So uh, yeah, SeatGeek, it's super easy. They color code it. Green is good. Red is bad. Orange is decent. Um, skill one to ten. Ten is good. One is bad. It, it's the easiest thing in the world. Even Ohio State fans can do it. If they have the money to buy tickets, um, download SeatGeek in the App Store and Google Play Store. Use our code BREAKDOWN for $20 off your first purchase. That's B-R-K-D-W-N. Don't freak, you SeatGeek. R.I.P. Coach Ducks. All right, folks, that's going to do it for us this week at the Campus to Campus podcast. Tune in next week, and we're gonna, we'll are gonna we figure out who we're going to go over, over for our win totals then. Probably the Big 12. So come back next week, check us out the Big 12, and, uh, and we'll see you next week. Good will. Hook them.